Welcome to episode 260 of the TDR Now podcast. The title is Reverse Culture Shock Visiting Disneyland and Disney World. I'm Trish. I always drink in coffee. I got one right now, right here. Iced coffee because it's super, super hot in Japan. And Chris is with me as... Wait, did I miss the whole beginning part of the intro? That's okay. Keep going. We're good. <laughs> Are we good? Because we have not recorded a podcast in like months. A month and some, yeah. But we're back. We're back. And let me tell you where you can find us. <laughs> you can find us at tdrexplorer.com. And if you look anywhere on the internet under TDR Explorer, you'll find some fun content on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter. So check that out. Um, I'm Trish. I take photos of cafes and Udayasu. And you can find me at Dream Sweets Love. And with me is the wonderful Chris. Chris, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. I know we took a little bit of a break with the podcast. Like we had episodes coming out that we pre-recorded, but we, yeah, we're back. Yay. It's so Likewise, it feels, uh, it does feel like a long time, but not at the same time, you know? Yeah. It's very strange. Well, we've, we've been doing this for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a piece is missing. I'm like. A little Chris? bit, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh goodness but yeah um i just came back from the u.s and canada after being away for over two years two and some years because you know we really couldn't travel (laughs) especially with japan and it's uh very strict travel requirements to return to the country um they finally loosened it a little bit more for residents to come back so i pulled the pulled the trigger and uh spent two months Back home in Canada, in the US. That's a big change. Reverse culture shock. Seriously. Like, I've never yeah. been away from home this long before. It took some getting used to. Mm-hmm. And of course, there there's differences between Canada and the US as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to deal with I had to deal with a lot. So I figured, why don't we talk about that today? Yeah, let's do it. I did go to Disneyland. I did go to Disney World. If you're following on social media, you would have seen I've I've posted some videos and stuff from there. I didn't do too much because I really, truly wanted to take a break. But of course, we had, you know, some uh, stuff that we had to get done. And yeah, I did do some videos just of my time there. But before we start about start talking about that, I just want to remind you, wonderful explorers, about our Patreon. If you want to support the show. Head on over to patreon.com slash tdrnow, and we have all these different perks and stuff, like our bonus episodes. We're going to get back on that train very soon to get our bonus episodes back on track, but we have tons of bonus episodes already, like three, four, five years worth of bonus episodes, so you have access to all of those if you just head on over to patreon.com slash tdrnow. Ooh, man, it felt nice to travel again. It must, right? I kind of spoiled myself a little bit flying to the U.S. because that's where I went first. I flew from Mm -hmm, Tokyo mm -hmm. to the U.S. first. I decided to try this new low-cost carrier that started flying out of Japan, I think, late 2020s when it officially started. And it's called Zip Air Tokyo, and they fly out of Narita only. They don't fly out of Haneda. And they go to places like Seoul, Bangkok, Singapore. Honolulu, and Los Angeles. Mm. And I think it's somewhere else. It's a low-cost carry. I think it's part of JAL. 
I think okay. it was Jao. So I thought, you know what? I just want to spoil myself a little bit. So I decided to get the full flat seat for my one-way <gasps> flight to Los Angeles. And it sounds so nice. I've never done that before because it's always super expensive, right? Like I'm talking three, four thousand dollars for just one way. Yeah. At least on like Air Canada. Like I looked at that and that's about how much it would cost. But for Zip Air Tokyo, my one-way ticket, because I, you know, I was doing a bunch of legs, right? Like I flew mm-hmm. from the US to Orlando or to Los Angeles to Orlando, up to Canada, then Canada back to Japan. So I didn't I didn't book a round trip from Los Angeles. But my one way after paying for a meal, my bags and seat selection, the one way came out to twelve hundred Canadian dollars, just under, which yeah. is about I think nine hundred US dollars. But let me tell you, that's a really good deal because like what flights cost right now is insane. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good price. So you got a really great deal. And that's its normal price. Like it wasn't on sale or anything. Like prices fluctuate a little bit, but not too much. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the, the day of the week you fly. Because they only yeah. fly one they only fly once a day to Los Angeles. And an economy flight, I think, was one way when mm-hmm. I priced it out was somewhere just under four hundred dollars, I think. Wow. If, that's if not so cheaper. Bad. Let me tell you for your first like flight overseas in years, it must have been so much more comfortable on the long seat. It was. Yeah, it was. Um, so the flight from Narita to Los Angeles is over just over 10 hours, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. So it's not short. No. It was, it was really worth it. I slept about four hours on the flight. Oh, so nice. There was plenty of space and... The flight was pretty empty too. Great. There was a few, like, I think there's only 12 fly flats they have in the plane. Mm-hmm. And I think like maybe four or five of them were full, like were used. And then there was only a handful of people that I saw in economy. So the flight was really empty, but I have nothing to compare this to because I've never done a live flat before. So this is my yeah. first time doing it. So I, yeah, I have nothing to compare it to. But it was very bare bones, which I'm fine with. I was sleeping most of the time anyway, for half the time. Like there's there's no TV. Uh, okay. You have to use your phone. But the Wi-Fi is free, which I thought mm. was interesting. It's free for everybody. Like it's included. Yeah. That's great. It's kind of interesting because every other airline charges for it mm-hmm. for the most part. I paid for the meal. Probably want to do that again because I just grabbed a whole bunch of food from 7-Eleven before I got on the flight. Yeah. Because there was so much room. For me, I was able to just squirrel away all these drinks and snacks and food and stuff. And I just kind of ate slowly during the flight. And yeah, the live flat was you know more than adequate for me. It wasn't like the most comfortable thing in the world, but what do you expect? But more comfortable than like the sitting Economy, down in the, yeah. in the, yeah. Definitely much more comfortable. And just, it was just nice having like the privacy. Yeah. Like I wasn't bothered at all the entire flight, which I prefer. <laughs> so it, it was really good. And when I arrived in Los Angeles and LAX, we landed at like 8.40 in the morning or whatever. Because I slept for four hours, I pretty much had no jet lag. I had an, I had an afternoon nap for an hour mm-hmm. once I got to my hotel. And then I was fine. Completely fine. for the like Because I was in Los Angeles. I was in, well, Disneyland for two full days and 
no jet lag. So that was really nice to be able to just be nice and refreshed arriving. Yeah. So the timing really worked out well. It worked out really well. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. I was nice. For me, it was worth the extra money. It really was. I'm going to be doing a full video on that. I meant to put out the video earlier, but I was just enjoying my time off so much. I just didn't worry about editing videos and stuff. So yeah. it'll, it'll be out eventually. But yeah, I did two days at Disneyland. And that was wonderful. I love Disneyland. Disneyland I really is, do. Well, it's so amazing. It's like so it's magical. Such a, well, you know, it's the uh, it's the original, right? It's, so it's, it's my just, favorite out of all the Disney parks. It's just you know, it was just very lovely, and I got to see uh, friends that I haven't seen in a few years. Oh. So that was really nice. Avengers Campus, I'd never seen it before because mm-hmm. what when it opened in what 20, 2020 or twenty twenty one? Yeah, something like that. So I got I spent a lot of time there. For the most part, I, I enjoyed the characters that walked around, like all the Avengers and stuff. I, I, I enjoyed that. I really liked so that. Cool. Did you see Miss Marvel? I didn't get to see Miss Marvel. Who'd you see? I saw Ant-Man, Thor, Loki, Black Widow, and Captain America, I think. So I didn't get to see like the special characters that were coming out. Like, you know, they were doing Moon Knight, oh, Miss yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. They're not announced. They just kind of happen. So you They're have like to be, walking around. Yeah, you just have to kind of be there at the right time. So I just, I just, I just wasn't, which is fine. No, but you got some good characters. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not <laughs> complaining. I did the Spider Man web slingers. <sighs> Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wouldn't wait long for it. I did the single rider line, so there was virtually no wait. Okay. This is no secret. Everyone knows this. It's a just a glorified version of Toy Story Mania. All right. Except you're using your hands, the web singing motion, which I thought, which that was actually kind of cool. I like how that worked. It works pretty well, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It was just kind of, oh, okay. I feel like I've done this before. Yeah. And it was very short, I felt. It was just short. It was cool. Like the tech is cool and everything, but overall I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I saw the Doctor Strange show, which I thought was really cool. I like that. What was that? What does that entail? So Doctor Strange has like his, uh, I don't know what it's called, but there's like a stage area where he comes out and he does like, basically it's basically like a magic show is what it is. But then Miss um, Marvel comes out. Was it Miss Marvel? No, America. America comes out <gasps> and she interacts in the show and stuff. You know, it, it was actually, it was pretty well done for a little 15 minute show, 10 minute show. Mm-hmm. Like an atmosphere. Yeah. Stuff that we miss at Tokyo Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to see superheroes in general here. I wish we would get like some... Something, right? Marvel representation, yeah. Are they called the Wakanda Warriors? Is that what they're called? I don't think that's I, what they're, they're called. Mm, I don't... The Warriors from Wakanda. Yeah. They, they have their own little show too, which I thought was really fun. Then there's also like... Um, like on the the hangar thing, there's an Avengers show with Black Widow and I think Hawk. Is it Hawk or Captain America? I can't remember now. I don't know. It's just like a kind of like a I don't want to say a stunt show. It's not really a stunt show, but there is mm-hmm. fighting and stuff and and whatnot. Um, I think Black Panther shows up if I remember oh, wow. correctly. That was fun it to see. It seems like a well. very action packed land. Yeah, pretty small. The land itself is not that impressive thematically mm-hmm. i mean it's it's avengers like it's not really high fantasy i guess right it's very no, practical, yeah. practical stuff yeah that's that's fine 
the restaurant, Pims, Fims, whatever it's called. <laughs> I never remember the name. I'm terrible with the names. Oh my goodness. That restaurant was actually pretty cool. Yeah. I love that they have the, the freestyle machines for the, the drinks. So you pretty much have like 30, 40 drinks to choose from. Oh, wow. Which is really nice. I wish Tokyo Disney would get something like that. That'd be great. Pick your own bloody drink. And then unlimited refills. You can just like sit there and drink all day if you really wanted to. But I got like this this chicken burger, which was pretty decent. And I had something else and I can't remember. Obviously, it wasn't that good if I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have the the chocolate bar. What's that? There's this, there's this gigantic chocolate bar. What? But it, I think it was like eight US dollars. But uh-huh. I didn't get it because it's so big. I probably would have had like a quarter of it and then would have had to have thrown it out. What do you do with it? Yeah. Also, what was the weather like? Is it hot right now? It was pretty warm. It wasn't humid. So it was just, it was nice. Very nice. (laughs) Compared to here (laughs) right now. (laughs) Right now, it's like a nightmare land. (laughs) Although now with the typhoon coming, we have a little bit of wind. So Like here, it's like, oh, feels like 45 today with the humidity. Great. (laughs) <laughs> great just great yeah so i spent a lot of time in california adventure but also i went to disneyland as well of course and i saw yeah. phantasmic which was great <gasps> i yes. love phantasmic there it's so mm-hmm. good saw that what else did i do oh the it's uh, not it's a small world electrical parade i saw that the you know the og version okay. of it very cute like obviously you don't really want to compare it to the one here because they're not they're two very different things. You can't. They're totally different. Like, it's the concept is the same, but they're like, one of them is like super retro and adorable. And one is like the ultimate version of that idea, right? And they're both good in their own ways. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, very retro, very, yeah, it just felt like you stepped back in time with it. Oh. The new flow with the It's a Small World uh-huh. Inspire Float was really cute. I thought that was fun. Yeah, just overall, it was it was really nice. Like the reverse culture shock for me was probably like the mask wearing portion of it. Most people weren't wearing them, but there was more wearing masks there compared to Disney World, which we'll talk about in a mm-hmm. moment. Was the cast all wearing masks? No, it was very. There was some people that did, but most didn't. Oh wow. For me, if I was outside and it wasn't crowded, I didn't wear it. But as soon as I went inside, like if I was inside a queue, like a queue that was inside or inside a shop or something, then I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just very culture shock compared to here, right? Where everyone wears it for the most I part. I don't know if I could deal with that. Like I would be freaking out like the entire time. For the first bit, I was. Like I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. I guess more Disney World. Let's talk about Disney World. I was more uncomfortable in Disney World than California mm-hmm. in terms of like the, the whole mask wearing thing. I got to do Guardians of the Galaxy. And for those that have written it already, there's like different parts of the pre-show. I won't, I won't ruin anything, but there's different parts of the pre-show mm-hmm. that are all in these different little rooms. Okay. They cram you in there. Like you're uh, shoulder to shoulder with people. So there's like no social, social Zero. Oh, that's either. all gone. That is uh. all gone gone it's like it never existed what so i was for like in those situations i definitely wore my mask and i was just really i'm not used to that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know especially when 99 percent of the people around you are not wearing the masks yeah so i was just like for me personally i was 
uncomfortable. I will admit, though, because I was down there for a month, over time, I got more comfortable, but I still wore my mask in certain situations. Uh-huh. But I wasn't as uncomfortable as I was at the beginning. It just took some time. But yeah, that's probably the biggest reverse culture shock for me. But yeah. there was still a lot of people wearing them as well. Okay. Cast me- there were certain cast members that were wearing them. Well, I shouldn't say certain. There were cast members that were wearing masks still. Guests that were as well. <laughs> Going out into Florida in the just regular Florida or I guess Orlando. Orlando gets really uncomfortably hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like here too, though, and everybody wears the masks outside even if there's nobody around me and i'm outside i'm no, not yeah it. there's like nobody around yeah definitely but like in total there's nothing you can do right because there's people yeah, everywhere there's people everywhere but yeah for the yeah for the most part that was probably the biggest thing it's almost like nothing happened wow that's got it's got to be really like coming from here it's got to be like super super shocking it's jarring and it, yeah it, it took it took some getting used to it like, honestly it really did I, for the first bit i was almost on the verge of a panic attack yeah, and I, yeah. Like, I don't get panic attacks like i can name or i can count the number of times on my one hand how many times i've had a panic attack and like i was on the verge in disney world well in florida in general i should say <laughs> Anyway, moving on from that. What other what other kind of culture of shocky? Like for me, I think tipping is always like a big one. Yeah, tipping's always a th- oh. like yeah, like we have it in Canada. It's, it's the same as the US for the most part, but just on top of everything being so expensive now. Yeah, that's a, a kind of new, right? Like everything like whenever I hear things coming out of the states and I'm like, that's what that costs. I'm like, that's wild. What's going on? Yeah, it's just expensive, and especially with the yen not doing so hot. No, yeah, it's not good for us. Everything's even more expensive. As an example, at at Disneyland in particular, I remember going and getting the Ronto wrap before. Mm -hmm. I think it was about nine U.S. dollars, which at the time, yeah, that's a little expensive. But I thought, you know what, nine dollars, fine, whatever. Yeah. When I went back, I mean, yeah, this is Disneyland. I went and got the Ronto wrap there. It was 15, 14 or 15 US dollars. That is for like a wrap. Oh my, it was that was that was, was it really good. <laughs> the wrap is really the wrap okay. is still great, but okay. not that much. Like that is way too much for that. Man, that was that was shocking to me. To be fair, to be fair, like at Guzman and Gomez over here, right? The wraps are like what, like 10 bucks ish around right at least you get fries and a drink you get oh you get other stuff with it oh hold on i did not know there was sets okay my life has changed there are sets yeah <laughs> you can get a set what? okay okay oh that's great <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's just that was probably the biggest the biggest shock. yeah i feel like a lot of the food here like at disney comes in like a set for around. yeah for tokyo disney everything is yeah. in it like if it's that much there, it would come with other stuff. Yeah. There's a drink, or like a souvenir a spoon or something. Yeah, there's a souvenir <laughs> lunch case that comes with it. So the, the price is justifiable. Yeah. But 15 US dollars is roughly 2,000 Japanese yen. Yeah. That's a lot. Especially like for Tokyo Disney, you'll definitely, like for that much, yeah, you're getting a main, you're getting a side, probably a dessert and a yeah. drink and a souvenir something or other for that price. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a shock to the wallet. I think like food in Japan in general is really, really cheap. Yeah, it's the, you get pretty decent value. And there's no tipping, you know, so like it's you can you can go you can do some really nice dining in the city and not like not pay that much, you know. And the tipping thing always just throws me off. It's so confusing. It's like, what do we tip here? And who do we tip? And in what situation do we tip? I have to research before going back over like to the to the Americas because I'm like, oh, what's what is going on with that now? What is the amount that we do? Who do we tip? You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to name and shame or anyone. But there was a couple instances at Disney World where we had servers that were not to the quality that I would expect. Uh, which is very disappointing. There was just some cast members which I just felt they were just almost borderline rude. No, Disney World can be like that. And I don't know what it is. You either get like the super ultra nicest person ever or the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> and I don't know what's going yeah. on. It's like never I... in between, you know? For Tokyo Disney, that would never happen. Like, you know, like, like I guess not, not just Tokyo Disney, but Japan in general. Yeah. Sometimes it is super fake, but I'd rather take super fake politeness over someone who's just straight up rude. Yeah. Like I'd rather have someone put on a fake smile and just be like <laughs> overly polite and I can tell they're being yeah. kind of like they don't want well, to be there. Well, that's what you're supposed to do, right? I'd rather yeah, take yeah. that. I, I, I'd yeah. rather take the fake niceness over the rudeness. From the cast member side, I do get it that maybe like after a long day, guests can also be extremely, extremely rude to the cast members. It's like a cycle, you know, and maybe the heat also kind of pushes tempers and it can get it can get really bad on like I've seen some really nasty guests. And if they've just gone through like a really horrible person, maybe it puts them in that frame of mind. Yeah, like I I try not to be too judgmental either. Like, I don't know, maybe something happened 10 minutes ago and No, yeah. Not that I'm making excuses for them, but I know I it's hard. It's it's not easy and and I fully understand. No, yeah, but like also like in that case, like and and you you know, maybe it depends on also who's like the managing like cast member too, because like if that does happen, they should let you kind of like step out or step back for a little bit to kind of like recollect yeah Yeah. so it could also be that like maybe that there's nobody else to kind of like cover or you know it's really hard but yeah i've seen when we go to disney world it's like from both sides like there's like super super rude cast members or super nice cast members and it's the same with the guests like some of the guests are like super super nasty and some are super super friendly and like it's hard to find that center you know i feel like california is a bit better in that regard for whatever reason it could maybe just be when we went or maybe it was a good season or something like that i don't know but like yeah i had a good experience at disneyland right and i'm not saying i didn't have a good experience at disney world it's just there's just a couple instances where i'm like uh i know disney world i know things get out of control there sometimes (laughs) (laughs) so like I know you're being nice, but yeah, it, it, usually you have a good time. But yeah, just like sometimes. overall, I still had a great yeah. time. 
We I did Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. That was wonderful. I love that ride. Awesome. I wouldn't say it's the best ride ever because I know some people have been saying that. I'm like, eh, no, um, I wouldn't say that. But it is it is up there. It's pretty good. The best way for me to describe it, and I don't know how many people have ridden this attraction at Universal Studios Japan, but it's very similar to Space Fantasy. And now Space Fantasy is usually done with an overlay. You know? <laughs> There's usually a VR coaster overlay on it. Yeah. So it's very hard to ride that coaster in its original form. But it's it's similar that way. It's a like indoor dark coaster and the the carts or like the train or whatever you want to call it rotates. And that's pretty much what it is. It's just it's fun. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is just fun. Kind of like the mission breakout at Disneyland. It's just a fun ride. It's very enjoyable. I did it uh, five or six times, I want to say. Nice. And there's six, I believe, six songs in total that you can get. And they're, you, you don't get to choose. It just kind of happens. So it kind of changes like the vibe of the ride, too, when mm-hmm. it happens. So it's, it's always exciting to like figure out, like, which ride am, or which song am I going to get? Uh... And besides Disney World, I also went to Universal for a day. How was that? Oh my! I paid for a two or a one day two park ticket. Mm-hmm. It was two hundred and something U.S. dollars. All right, which was a lot of money. But that's what park tickets cost now, right? Over here, like a day pass for Disneyland is like a hundred Ichimanian, yeah. right? So it was like two hundred and forty, two hundred fifty U.S. dollars, which works out to like close to thirty thousand yen or something like that, which was oh. That was that was uh yeah. We did Velocicoaster. Yeah. And that oh you know what that was worth it. That was worth it alone for that. <laughs> like it was so that coaster was so good. And it's very different compared to the flying dinosaur at USJ. Yeah. Obviously they're both themed to Jurassic Park, but they're both very different coasters. Like the one at USJ Flying Dinosaur is like a flying coaster. So similar to like Manta at mm-hmm. SeaWorld in Orlando. Yeah. I think there's a Superman one as well somewhere else that's the same kind of ride. And how I kind of compare the two in terms of intensity, Flying Dinosaur is very intense. Like the G-force mm-hmm. on it is very intense. Whereas Velocicoaster, it's really quick, but I don't find the intensity that much. Okay. And I'm talking to someone who does roller coasters. For someone who doesn't do roller coasters, these both these are going to be well, very it's probably like wild. Yeah, yeah they're, they're both going to be intense <laughs> for you. But as someone who does roller coasters, this one is not as intense, but it is fast. But it's just the entire time I was just laughing because it was just so much fun. Oh. It's just it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous coaster in the best way possible. Awesome. And there's like there's a portion of it because it has two launches. Yeah. Like it launches at the beginning, but it's not one of those, it's not a launch where, because I don't like launch coasters. I don't like the feeling. So uh-huh. like rock and roller coaster, I kind of don't like it for that reason. Okay. I, I, I just don't like that pressure on my yeah. body. Velocity coaster does launch, but I don't know how to explain it. It doesn't feel intense. Mm. You obviously feel it, but it's not like I'm being pressed back into my seat to the point where I'm like, oh my God, I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> It does it twice, and there's like there's a big top hat, and there's a portion of it where you're upside, you're going straight but upside down for like a split second, 
which is like a very weird sensation. Oh, cool. Because, you know, usually when coasters go upside down, like you're on a uh-huh. loop or something like that. Yeah, but no, this and went, it's like a little pause. But you're upside down going straight. Like you're what? straight upside down for like a split <laughs> second. It's very it. weird. Very weird feeling. It's so interesting. It's really fun. So the next time you're there, whenever that yeah. is, you need to do One it. Day. <laughs> um, okay, I have a question. So like speaking of culture shock, going to the whole process of going to the parks is a little bit different, isn't it? Oh my yes. Like and, and on both coasts as well, right? There's like a reservation system or something like that. Or yeah. How does all of that work? And especially like through the different parks and different coasts and everything. You buy a ticket, but you also have to have a reservation. Okay. If there's tickets available, you can buy tickets. But if you buy a ticket, that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't guarantee you a reservation. And is that bo- on both coasts or is that? Both coasts, yeah. Okay. That took some getting used to. Having to check like, okay, yeah, there's tickets available. I feel like there's always tickets available, but there's not mm-hmm. always reservations available. So does that mean you can't park hop right now or? You can. Okay. Because you have to get a reservation for one park. Then yeah. I think after like two o'clock or something, you can park hop to another one. Okay, cool. So it's not like you can just, it's not like you could just go into like, let's say Epcot and then yeah. turn right around and go to a different park. You have to wait. Okay. So it kind of, I guess it kind of balances out the, the crowds a little bit, but yeah. it's been so long since I've been there. It was just busy for me. Like compared to Tokyo Disney right mm-hmm. now and Universal, the both Disneyland and Walt Disney World, the parks are all just like, to me, extremely busy compared yeah. to here. So that w- that took a lot to get used to again. And they use the, the app for the attractions now, right? Like the Genie or something like that. I honestly didn't use it because I didn't want to. Yeah. So how did, how does it work? Like, do you just go... You can go wherever or? I didn't use it for pretty much anything because I wasn't really spending full days at the park and I wasn't trying to ride everything because, you know, I've done a lot of these things a million times over. Yeah. I just thought, you know what, if the wait's too long, whatever, I just won't do it. I guess I have more experience at Disney World than Disneyland. So I'll talk, I'll speak to Disney World. Genie Plus gets you, if you buy it for the day at a park, you get to use the lightning lane, which is basically just the fast pass lane for certain attractions throughout the day as opposed to the the standby line, which can short your wait time. But then there's certain attractions that aren't covered in Genie Plus. You have to buy them separately a la carte. So like that includes like Guardians of the Galaxy, like they're really popular attractions. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, Rise of the Resistance and stuff. Honestly, I I just never did it because I was either with friends that knew what they were doing and I just let them take care of it. Or it's just like, you know what? We're not doing it. It's fine. Let's go do something else. I don't think we'll ever get anything like that here. Okay. It sounds super confusing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's convoluted. It really is. It's just like, oof. I know for Tokyo Disney, we have the weekend stamp, not the standby pass. What is it called oh, now? Entry, entry stand. Priority what is access. it called? Priority Pri- access. Priority whatever. access. Is that what it is? I don't know what it's called. Like, that's the thing. I just wish the naming would be easier. The one in oh, Premier the Access. US, Premier Access. The one in the US, the naming is really, really confusing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it has like nothing to do with it. At least Premier Access has access in it. I'm like, okay, we can go inside. Yeah. I don't, I just wish it was like easier. Like it, like the one here is pretty easy to use. There's only a couple of attractions covered in it. So it's really not all yeah, that. Yeah. You don't, you usually don't have to use it. Yeah. 
No, at least not right now. Well, I don't know. It's Obon week, so who knows? I don't know. Oh, but I'm, no. not, <laughs> I'm not checking. So, but yeah, that was probably, yeah, that was another really big culture shock. Yeah. From a theme park standpoint. Don't particularly care for it. I don't want to be planning all that much, but. Uh-uh. You know, Disney World, how it is. It's like always, it's like the the planning park. And also, like, I've been to Disney World many, many times, so I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to cram in everything. So Yeah, you course, don't need to, which is good. Yeah. So I don't know how it feels for families that are doing that. I mm-hmm. can't speak to that. I have no idea. So I don't know. How were the wait times there? Not too bad. Okay. I don't know. I think the longest I saw something was, like, not even, like, an hour and a half. That's yeah. probably what I've, I've, I saw. What was that? What was the attraction? Probably like Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Okay. That always has a long wait. Yeah. So the masking thing, Genie Plus. It's probably the biggest thing. Oh, one thing that I wish we would what? get here, and I like, and this was only at Disney World. They didn't. They didn't have it at Disneyland. So the security for scanning uh-huh. to get in, like the. I don't, I don't I don't think you call them metal detectors. I don't know. But you, you just walk through it and it scans your body and it can tell you they can see what you have on your person. So you don't have to take out anything from your bag. You just walk uh-huh. through and if they notice something, then they pull you to the side to go through your bag. But for 99% of the people, you just walk through and you're good. And it's so uh-huh. quick compared to, you know, we have the old school things here, like pretty much like airport security at the parks here in tokyo which is a bottleneck it's a huge bottleneck whereas with disney world because disney world has a lot of people um it felt like it was just going through like it was just really quick um the only annoying thing was they did stop you like i got stopped a lot until i learned to take out certain things out of my bag and hold it in my hand so they saw what it was so mainly like my water bottle and my external battery for my phone because you know that could look like things. I wish we. I really wish we would get those here because it would make things so much easier in the mornings at Tokyo Disney. Because it's such a bottleneck in the yeah. mornings. Cast members are manually going through your bag. They're going through the metal detector. They're putting bags through the X-ray machine and everything. And like, there's like it's just so a, much it's a pressure process, to right? like do things efficiently and quickly. You're like, okay, I got this open. I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah, whereas, you know, with the Disney World stuff, you just walk through. That's good, because, yeah, Disney World security used to be a freaking nightmare. I hated it so much. So that, that's one of the things I really okay, did. I really did like it. They do a good yeah. job of that. You need to do that here. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. Is anything else? I think it's pretty. I think it pretty much covers it. Cool. Oh, my gosh. But it sounds so fun. You got to go so many places, Chris. Yeah, then I got to go up to to family, see family. So that was also very nice. Something I I really yeah. needed. I really needed just time to just to just like re- like relax for a little bit. For those of us that live abroad, like just going home, like uh-huh, home home, uh-huh. I guess, is nice. It's something we all yeah. need. Because you know, I would usually go once or twice a year, and not going for over two years, ooh, it was starting to take its toll. I was like, I was at the point where I was getting homesick. Aww. And I don't get homesick easily. I was like, I just want to oh. go home. You know? So, the, yeah, it was really nice. It was really needed. Uh, I feel more like I feel refreshed. And 
I'm excited to get back into into the saddle, so to speak. You got into the saddle really quickly. You've been doing all this stuff when you got back. I'm like, whoa, he's over here now. Now he's over here. What's going on? (laughs) I do a lot. I know. I keep myself busy. That's a good thing, I guess. I don't know. For sure. Things to do. Like, you know, the Sailor Moon Museum and soon the the Ghibli Park. And, of course, we have Halloween starting at Universal Studios, which they have the Resident Evil. The Biohazard house is back and it's supposed to be better. (laughs) Called Biohazard Extreme or something like that. I don't know. I want to go see it. Tokyo Disney. (laughs) Halloween is Halloween again this year. Whatever. Uh, at least we have a starting date for beliefs. Yeah, that's dreams. actually so okay. That's they've cool. been doing the light test. It looks pretty exciting from outside. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward really to cool. that. That's something to really look yeah. forward to. Because you know what, Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh my goodness, since Fantastic yeah, went away, it's been kind of sad. There's nothing to do in that park. There's nothing to look forward to after yeah. dark. Just like, okay, we ride the same rides we rode four times already uh, We today. need a nighttime spectacular, okay? And it looks like it's going yeah. to be spectacular, which is very exciting. I'm a, I'm, I am looking forward to that. I know we've been kind of ragging on Tokyo Disney for the last little while. <laughs> but that that wasn't without just call, or like justification. Yeah. The parks are starting to bounce back, yeah. which is good. We're starting to move forward. Thanks. Slowly. Little, it's little, slow I and painful. It's pretty but, crazy over here. Like people have seen the news like the covid numbers are like out of control right now like i know people that have been like taken to the hospital by ambulance like this week it's like nuts you know so like it's it's like a balance you know we're we're getting there like i know some people who went to disneyland this week because of uh the the splash max which is supposed to be insane in the splash mountain they douse you in water like more than usual like it's like like so it sounds very exciting. Yeah. Stuff. There's stuff happening. Things things are moving <laughs> with, uh, you know, slowly but surely. Yeah. And here we go. All right. Well, before we go, though, we're going to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us on the show here on Patreon. I remember, head on over to patreon.com slash now. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam. Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, Marina, and Anais. Thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michelle, Marie, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, and Sonia. And remember, if you're not subscribed to us already, wherever you're listening to us, hit that follow, subscribe button so you don't miss any of our newest episodes. And if you have any questions or anything, just send them to us on on social media and, you know, hit us up. And you can find us on our website, YouTube, and all that stuff under TDR Explore. I'm Chris, one of your, one of your, one of, whatever. I don't know, I do a lot. There's a lot of things I do. (laughs) (laughs) Do a lot of things. I sleep on planes now, apparently. Uh, (laughs) And joining us always is the wonderful Patricia. Uh, I'm living vicariously through your stories, Chris. I want to hear more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some stuff we'll, we'll talk about in the bonus yes. episode. That would, you know, we'll talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you in the next episode, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.